Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Ermia Matters, a podcast about higher education, risk management, and insurance. Let's get to it. Rachel, welcome to Ermia. You've been here for how long now? Hi, Gary. Uh, I've been here since May, the end of May, start of June. So. Of 22. 22, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, that's <laughs> time, great. time has flown by. <laughs> so, so you are here now as our learning specialist. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about your background, about you know your what you've done and and sure. where you've been in your education, that sort of thing. It's probably a member institution. <laughs> that you went to. Yes, I, I think both of them are actually. So yeah, right before I came to Ermia, I was a middle school and high school Latin teacher for about eight or nine years, both in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. I graduated from Bryn Mawr College in Pennsylvania with my degree in Latin and ancient Greek. Um, you know, who knew that would be useful? <laughs> and it was for eight or nine years or so. Uh, and I'm currently getting my master's degree in instructional technology from Wilkes University in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania as well. So. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's great. So, so Rachel, where do you live? So I live in Morrisville, Pennsylvania, so I'm right on the border of PA and NJ, literally just a stone's throw away from New Jersey. <laughs> okay. So I understand you're married, and uh, wasn't yesterday your first wedding anniversary? Yes, yes. Actually, yeah. So Halloween was our, our first wedding anniversary, and it was awesome. It was a very cool way to celebrate with all, all the trick-or-treaters and the costumes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Were you dressed up? Were you uh, dressed yeah, up? yeah. So I, I dressed up as my, my dog was a dinosaur. So we got him a little dinosaur costume. My husband dressed up as like a prisoner. You know, it was, it was very, very fun. <laughs> and then I, I dressed up as Jessica Rabbit because I just dyed my hair red. And I was like, why not? Let's. I don't need a wig for this costume. There you go. <laughs> so we, we're big on Halloween in our household. <laughs> okay. So you're a dog person? Yes. Dog. As opposed to a cat and one of those evil cat people? Well, well I, you know what? I love dogs and cats. My neighborhood has a bunch of stray cats and I'm the neighborhood lady that feeds all the stray, <laughs> stray cats in our neighborhood. But yeah, I, I'm a big dog person. <laughs> okay. Well, talk about how your background is going to impact your work as Ermia's learning specialist. Sure. So I think I can definitely bring and have brought since the end of May and June of uh, my experience in education and particularly my experience in like virtual education and virtual instruction because of the as a result of the pandemic, my high school that I was at, we had to transition as did many other schools in the country from in-person learning to virtual slash hybrid learning at a moment's notice. Sometimes it was just a simple email from a Friday to a Monday saying, well, we're going back to this mode, get ready, you know? So (laughs) I really learned a lot kind of out of the frying pan into the fire that way about the best ways to help my students at that time, you know, learn when we were so used to in-person learning. And also I'm currently a student myself too. I'm a little bit more than halfway through my master's program and it's completely virtual asynchronous programming. Uh, So I'm bringing a lot of my experience from that as well. So Rachel, I've just got to ask, I value your background as a teacher. I really enjoyed my years in school. I don't know that I would have the patience for teaching. But, but how can you teach Latin in a virtual <laughs> setting? I imagine the kids who sign up for Latin, it's an yeah. elective. Yes. So they're, mm-hmm. they're, they want to, they, they at least at, in August thought they wanted to 
take Latin. <laughs> yep. how, do you, how do you motivate them when they're online? Yeah. So that was a really, I'll say a unique challenge because I had only been at my new school district for about a month and a half before the pandemic hit. So I hardly knew my, my students that I was teaching, you know, I just had gotten to know them. We just had developed a rapport and then the pandemic hit and it was like, see you in September. So yeah, transitioning to virtual teaching was a big challenge. And like you said, learning those students who take Latin, it's because they really want to be there. It's not everyone's first choice of language, which I under, as a Latin, former Latin teacher, I understand that. But, you know, you really had to learn a lot of games that could work well virtually. So I had to become acclimated with like a lot of virtual technology that end up did translating well to the in-person classroom as well. So online games were a really big hit in my classroom. Like I'm sure everyone's familiar with Kahoot. That's the big one. Uh, we did a lot of quizzes. We did Quizlet, tons of different varieties of those today. So, you know, and I would, you know, love the opportunity to just explore all the different educational games with my students. And sometimes they would bring them to me. So I think that was a big part of getting my students engaged was those educational games. And I think even like adult learners still enjoy a good educational game. If you attended my trivia night at the annual conference, <laughs> you know, I love a good virtual game. <laughs> well, I, I, there is a reason why I was asking these questions about your, your skills as a Latin teacher, Rachel. You've <laughs> You found at Ermia that in addition to having in-person experiences like the annual conference and the regional conferences, we do a lot of webinars and community yes. conversations mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about you know what you've thought of the ones that you've been involved in so far and mm -hmm. how you see this going to the next level, if there is a next level. Sure. Yeah. So it's been, you know, I've learned so much at Ermia the past few months. We've done, like you said, a lot of webinars on On24 and Zoom. We've done a lot of community conversations. I'm part of the compliance champions, and uh, we've done a lot of higher ed ERM roundtables. And while I am certainly not the expert on risk management, I thoroughly admit that in, you know, in the company of great risk managers, I definitely think that uh, the virtual learning experiences that we've created at Ermia are awesome. And just the way people respond to them are really, really awesome. You know, there's a lot of first timers and I had a lot of newcomers during the, the virtual annual conference as well, too, who were saying, I'm so glad that you, you thought of us being there, you know, like they felt they were still included in the experience. And I, I think that, you know, I tried to bring in, you know, the same feeling that my students had at the start of the pandemic. They felt kind of kind of out of sorts a little bit. They weren't included necessarily because, you know, the pandemic was so isolating, especially at the start. So it's like, how can we make everyone feel like they are still in included, even if you can't be there in person? So I feel like that's kind of the attitude Ermia tries to bring and I try to bring to our virtual and hybrid learning experiences. Oh, that's great. Thanks. So coming from the outside and having no prior knowledge of risk management, you had the opportunity to participate in the annual conference, both yes. the, the virtual <laughs> and, and the in-person. Mm -hmm. 
as a as someone who was dropped into the middle, <laughs> parachuted in yes. um, for your first Ermia <laughs> conference, what'd you think? Oh, it was it was a blast! Oh my gosh, uh, I brought my husband along as well too. And Indianapolis was such a a great city, and I had never had the it was my first business trip really ever, so I never had the good fortune of traveling for business, and it was a great time. I, I met so many. So many awesome people. I finally got to meet a lot of my colleagues in person for the first time too from Ermia. Uh, and you know, I was watching about three sessions at a time on the virtual end on, on 24. So I feel like I got a lot, a little bit about like education with minors and international and ERM all simultaneously. So while I'm, you know, I don't, you know, feel qualified enough to speak on risk management, I definitely, yeah, I've learned so much since starting. Oh my gosh, definitely crash course. <laughs> was was there one thing that struck you about the annual conference? Uh, just how excited everyone is to be there. I would say there is a great like enthusiasm for risk management at the higher education level. And that's, that's really cool to see. So, so when you were going to college and even now working mm -hmm. on your master's, did, did you ever, did risk management ever cross your mind? <laughs> it might sound a little silly. I didn't even know it was a career, you know, <laughs> but from, you know, I do a lot of behind the scenes work on the podcast. So it's kind of funny being interviewed, but I hear a lot of people from the podcast saying that it's a field that they fell into and not, you know, certainly a field I fell into. So no, I didn't, did not know it was a field, but it's amazing how many different areas of, education it touches you know really does or just life in general at any company you know i i had no idea as someone who planned a wedding last year like all the you know i hear about the risks that are involved with event planning and things like that you know what types of insurances to get i think oh, oh my god that was all happening behind the scenes and i didn't necessarily know about it so it's it's kind of amazing all of that thought goes into something that you just you're not aware of, you know. I'm, I'm sure when you were at Bryn Mawr, you didn't do anything unsafe <laughs> or unhealthy while no, you were there. No, no, no. Small, small women's college. Very, <laughs> but, but, very you know, studious. I'm sure, you were well behaved and never ran into the risk manager. No, 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 no. I now I know there is a risk manager at Bryn Mawr, <laughs> and that helps too. <laughs> okay, great. So, Rachel, are there any big projects or things that you're thinking of based on what you know in the in the first nine months that you've been here sure um that that you're that you think are the future or, or that you'd like to work on or plan well i'm you know we are currently recording this in baltimore the place for our next annual conference so i'm really excited about the fact of you know just bringing the experience that i learned from this first annual conference in indianapolis to Baltimore and kind of, you know, just really hype up and amp up the virtual learning experience, you know, and just really try and find engagement activities to make everyone feel like they are part of the conference, even if they can't be there physically in person. So I think that's, that's a big goal of mine. And I'm really excited to just continue with the webinars, podcast, community conversations, and you know, try and make everyone feel like, you know, even though we're all in different areas of the country, we can all still kind of gather and bring our input and have a lot of fun together and learn at the same time. Well, that's, that sounds great. Um, so let me, let me ask a couple more questions. Do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Rachel? Oh, <laughs> any 
anything with peanut butter, I would say. Yes, okay. I'm a big peanut butter person. <laughs> okay. And and I think I know the answer to this, but for the for the listening audience, tell us about your favorite color. <laughs> My favorite color is pink. I don't have I have pink hair right now, but when I applied to Ermia, I did. And I did for about a year. And in fact, Gary has my resume in front of me, and it is a very Elle Woods pink. So, <laughs> so yes. And then if you uh, had the, you know, fortune of visiting my little setup at the annual conference in Indianapolis, all of my tech gear, my mouse, my keyboard, headphones, it's all pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Anything else that uh, that people out there ought to know about you, Rachel? You know, never be afraid to reach out. Um, I have so much to learn from everybody at Ermia, and, you know, I like to help everybody learn as much as possible, too. So just always reach out to me if you have a question, if you just want to talk. I'm, I'm really excited to help build the learning experience for such a great organization. That's great. Okay, well, I look forward to working with you during the rest of my time, oh. and, and uh, I, it's been great to, to work with you so far, Rachel. I'm Thank so you. glad that you're here. I think that your presence and the skills that you have about learning design and that sort of thing will be a great benefit to Ermia to make our programs even better going forward. So thank you for being here. Thank you to our audience, and that's a wrap on another episode of Ermia Matters. Thank you. You've been listening to Ermia Matters. You can find more information about Ermia at www.urmia.org. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes available to Ermia members in the Ermia Network Library.